Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Sunday normally doesn't do that, right, Johnny? And I'm drinking. And he's drinking, ladies and yes. gentlemen. And uh, like us, this is our second visit here as a podcast, and yeah, John, this is are, also your second time here with us. We so are. Are you coming here? Are you coming here for the podcast or for the beers? Or both? There you go. Good answer. We are at uh, <laughs> we're at Alloy Brewing in uh, Coon Rapids. They have allowed us once again to come out here and do our podcast. Uh, Dave, the beer tender, is back there. Um, we are, of course, drinking their fine, uh, how would I put it, variety, cornucopia. Cornucopia? That's right, it's, good. It's, it's, it's good. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Almost Thanksgiving. That's a cornucopia. word. Yeah. Quality of word. beers. <laughs> I tried their tropical, what was it, tropical? Uh, tropical wit. Wit, and it was great. Uh, I also have a flight, which I'll be drinking during the podcast. I got six other beers. We'll talk about those later. Uh, you guys, Stevens, you went with the stout first. I did. Yeah, I had the Grimley stout. Actually. Yeah, you're and a big uh, stout it's a, it's a, I am. So obviously that was that kind of. I was drawn towards that one, and it's mm-hmm. it's, burp, it's great, dark, thick, smooth, just like just what you'd expect. And uh, yep. And just a note that they have. It says it has a lower ABV compared to maybe some other stouts, but it gives you the ability to have a few. So we'll see what happens. Well, you're probably going to have a few. We'll, sure. we'll see. And also, of course, just when we get out to these breweries, I, I do like to get the flights. So I do have a small oh, yeah. flight as well. Just to, yeah. you know, especially we've been here before, but yeah. uh, especially going to new breweries gives you the chance to just mm-hmm. try a few and see what you like. And uh, Sterling, what did you go with first? Did you um, get a first I did the beer? flight. I did the, oh, six did the whole beer, flight. Yeah. Six beer flight. I did not get a beer. Okay. Um, and I've only tasted the rye. I managed to get all of these except for the Oktoberfest I, I haven't had. How did, so, you not, how did you forget that? I don't know. Well, it's not October anymore. So yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of alloy, the one I was very disappointed to see that they didn't have the uh, white noise still on tap. Yeah. That's, that was one of my favorites from our last podcast. They, and I know it might come, that might actually come up when we get into the awards and there's, as far as favorite beers. There's a beer from here that they don't have on tap right now. It's going to come up in our awards segment later on Another that one. I'm a big fan of. And oh, okay. Of course, you know, I, these, these craft beer breweries, they rotate their stuff. They have their basics, but they rotate their stuff. So. Yep. So... Let's get into it, boys. We had our last podcast at Omni. It was the last game of the season. It was a loss. Uh, 
we're going to go into some stuff about the season right now. I think we're going to do some stat stuff. We're starting. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, I just want to say we can also find us on BGN Network, Beautiful Game Network, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Sprecher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Instagram. You miss anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Sorry. MySpace? No, we're not uh, MySpace. Yeah. Still working on that one. Still working on that one. Yeah, they, they, haven't, they haven't accepted us. Okay. They haven't accepted Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so BGN Network. Oh, and thanks for reminding me, Dave. It is Veterans Day today, uh, so we'd like to thank all the veterans for their service. Um, I've got a couple of fan members who are in the service, uh, and I'd like to thank them for doing what they do to make this country uh, what it is today. So, on that note, let's get into it. Stats. We're going to start off with Dave the Stats Guy. Okay, yeah, I guess that's appropriate. If I, I think I kind of just use that as a title. I don't know if I'm actually a true stats guy or not. But We're going to call you Dave the Stats that, Guy. That's, that's for this podcast, that's my title. But, uh, no, I think um, basically, so I, you know, from the... From the from the uh, Minnesota United website, um, I, they, they actually compile a little bit of list of the top, the like 2018 season by the numbers, they mm-hmm. called it. And this article was from uh, TJ Gulechin. Uh, I hope I didn't batter that name up too much. But yeah, the one, and I think the one that jumped out at me the most, and, and maybe for good reason, it's number one on their list, just the total, t- the total attendance at TCF Bank Stadium this year for the United was 4,006, four, just over 406,000, 406,382. Okay. Now, when you when you look at that as an average over the 17 games, that's over 23,000 people a game. So I know we touched on this before, but that's just an amazing attendance. Yes, is it is it skewed a little bit by the 50K to Midway? Yes, it is. But still, uh, 13 of the 17 home games had over 20,000 people. Yeah. So without a doubt, the attendance was just huge. And that's with the upper deck not being open. Correct. Correct. So and there's there's some games during the season where I think they could have opened the upper deck and they would have had people up there. You know, I, I yeah. So going into next year, of course, with Allianz Field, what's the Dave? What's the um, what's the capacity at Allianz? Uh, Nineteen four. Okay, so we won't hit that attendance number next no. year. No. Oh. And I mean, I suppose that's a negative. In a way, but at the same time, you know, I think, I think it's a safe, it's a safe number considering, you know, it's, it's a nice way to, it's a nice round number to kind of make sure you get a sellout. Yeah. The stadium doesn't look too empty on those no. nights, Wednesdays especially, where their games don't typically hit a certain yeah. That's right. yeah, and then so it is kind of interesting. So maybe they set the bar a little too high as far as attendance, but at least. At least, you know, and when you talk about that 19,400 uh, capacity at Allianz next year, that, that's not a small number, no. you know, across the country as far as a soccer-specific no. stadium. It's a nicer so. stadium, too. Johnny? Let me add, if they had the upper bowl opened, people would have bought the cheap seats upper deck and not the lower bowl would not have been sold out, in my opinion. Well, maybe. I mean, I, I mean people are going to go for the cheaper seat. But there were some games, though, that you could have done. Well, you could have opened it up at the last games, minute. Some yes, but there were some that probably only would have pulled last minute, but yeah. you know who probably says no to that. Well, the University of Minnesota says no. Of course they do. 
But uh, so those are some attendance stats, yeah. Dave. Yeah, rolling on. So and there's just about five points that okay. this, uh, that the, they, that the article made, and the next one I like as well. It's another positive, and I don't want you know, and I don't want to keep tooting the horn of the loons, but because we're we are going to be critical at times, especially later on in today in this podcast. Yeah. But one I do, another one I like is uh, the 49 goals scored. Now that's yeah. not a huge number, but I think what's important is you know it did eclipse uh, last year's total of 47. What are we looking at per game? Well. Quick math: forty-nine is divided by seventeen. You know, you're you're, you're two and I'm a half a game. Two and a half. That's not bad. Not bad. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Yeah. So I, I guess the key is that it eclipsed the number from last year. Okay. Even though that forty-nine is not hugely Huge. impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impressive. I think they slowed down. They were on a much better pace oh. early on in the season. Oh. You know, was it this year that we saw some that like the. Loons were actually voted one of the most watchable teams yes, in the NFL. They were, because yeah. not only are they giving up, they're giving up goals as yeah. much as they're scoring. They were scoring five goals a game and giving up five at the same time. And we'll and get into this when we talk about our awards. Yeah. There was a point in the season, halfway, like in July, where they were scoring a lot of goals. I mean, we were on a great pace. And then it we fizzled. totally tanked. And it, there are, there are uh, theories... As to what caused that tank, voodoo, one, voodoo, voodoo is yeah. certainly one that's less popular. <laughs> how, about, how about shuffling up the team a little bit in, in well, mid-season? Yeah, yeah. So that's adding new names, sure, sure. removing, names. removing a big names. name or two, mm-hmm. injuries. Yeah. Somebody broke a mirror. A lot of fat. Yeah, you know. I but, stopped attending games. Wait, no. Oh, I did miss a few games you after you that. Missed a, you missed some games this year. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think how many games I got to this year, and I, and I, it's, I know I'm in a ballpark between say five and eight. I'm somewhere in there. I got to I a couple. Yeah, so I did, I did better than I have in a long time as far as uh, soccer games in Minnesota. In fact, I may never have gone to more games than I have this year ever in the past. Well, I will tell you this, but I'm going to a lot of games next year when they're at Allianz Field because I want to be there. Yeah, just have your credit card ready. It might cost you a little bit on the secondary market. I don't care. <laughs> No, but anyways, yeah, we'll keep rolling along with these. The 2000 se- 2018 season by the numbers. The next one that they brought up is uh, the 33 Miguel Abara appearances, which is obviously it's a club record for appearances. 33 out of 34 games he made an appearance in. Now that was as a result of some probably some early injuries, um, so it was kind of out of necessity. But he didn't, I think, make the most with those appearances. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and you know we'll actually talk on this uh, when we get to Manny Legos's interview. Yes. I, I pulled out some comments he made of Miguel, and really, you know, if it weren't for Darwin, mm-hmm. Miguel would be top of the list for MVP this season. He would be, yeah. For our team. Yeah, and then just do you remember what game he missed and the reason he missed that game? Uh, No. To be fair, I don't know that I could have come up with it off the top of my head. I'm looking at it here. It was the June 29th home game against FC Dallas, and he missed that due to a a red card suspension. Red card? Yeah, I oh, don't that's right. That. He did get a red so. Yeah. He got a red card. Was it dissent that he got that red card for? I think I it was. Think it was so, something yeah. dumb. It was something stupid. But, yeah. I mean, it was like heat of the moment. It made sense. But, yeah, yeah, yeah that was a dumb uh, Calvo-esque uh, yeah. kind of red card like that. Okay. I think so. Yeah. And then, you, Kellen, rolling right along, you brought it up, Darwin Quintero. So, one stat from Quintero that jumps out, and we'll get into more, I'm sure, but is... The 15 Darwin Quintero assists, and yeah, that's that's that's, yeah. that's despite missing the first five of the game, 
five yeah. games of the year before he got here. So. Well, what else can you say about the guy? Yeah. You really can't. I mean. Oh yeah, there's nothing. I mean, he's been. You know, he's he's the one sign that maybe this organization can sign players. Yeah. If yeah. they really, really want to. Exactly. I mean, he was. Yeah, he should be in the conversation for newcomer of the year. He's not. I and find it's that unfortunate. Shocking. Yeah, I, I, I found it shocking too when I saw that he wasn't in the conversation for newcomer of the year, because if we didn't have, we wouldn't have won as many games as we did. Yeah, but you know it's it's Slayton. Yeah. Okay. And if, you know, and then of course Carlos Vela, L.A. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if yeah, I mean. Well, Wayne Rooney, yeah. In and my, Wayne. Oh, yeah. I mean, DC was like yeah, light so switch. Yeah. I, I don't think Vela did anything in LA. I have a feeling Vela's going to win it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Wayne in, in DC, that was complete turnaround. Yeah. I was pushing for Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just to kind of put it in perspective, obviously the Loons have a short uh, two-year history in the MLS, but he, of course, Quintero broke that assist record. The previous mark was Molino's nine last year. Jeez. And yeah. haven't his, talked about that guy for a while. No, yeah, and you know, hopefully we Where's will he later. On. He's going to come up in my comments. Yeah, is he? Are we going to? You know, I know we're going to talk about people we want to see back next year, people we don't. I mean, I, I think he'd yeah. be on the, the former list, but we'll see. But, so sorry. and just. I do have to note, uh, yeah. Dave the beer tender has joined us. He's drinking coffee. It's a rough day. It's a rough day. So what were you, what were you doing yesterday, Dave? I uh, attended a wedding with my lovely wife. Oh, what wedding was mm. it? It was her best friend, so she was in the wedding. Okay. I know. I knew two people there. Okay. So I had a day off, and I decided to start drinking early. Okay. And I continued to drink late. Well, there you go. I had a buddy at a wedding yesterday. Was the name of the groom Tony? No. Okay, there you go. Okay. I thought, I thought it was hilarious if it was. I thought yeah. it would have been great if it was. Are you, are you like, talking hey, about Nels? Nels' friend, yeah. Okay. He was getting married yesterday, Tony. And uh, okay. I was thinking, when he's like, wedding, I was like, oh, it might have been. So So you're drinking coffee today. I am definitely drinking coffee today. With Bailey's? Uh, no, no. No Bailey's for you. This is Is it anything yeah. special or is it literally like Folgers? Oh, no. I don't. I, I drink uh, um, Cameron's coffee that's uh, roasted in um, chocolate. Cool. Chocolate. So, local stuff. Local stuff. Keeping it local, man. Local stuff. I think I've had that. Yeah. Cameron's is Target cup. It's it's everywhere. Um, I order off their website. I order like this ten pound bags of of uh, full beans and and uh, grind them up at home and bring them in here. So nice. Well, as you see, Dave, it's a little cold outside, so yes. we're not doing it outside today. We're yes. doing it inside today. I hope you're not going to sit outside today. No, it's terrible. It wouldn't be fun. Yeah, last time we were fun. here, it was nice out it was. there. It was great. That was June? June, yeah. Yeah, ended up with a sunburn after that one. You did? <laughs> won't, won't have you got sunburn? On one side of my face. I, I won't have that problem today, though. Sunburn <laughs> in the podcast. Yeah. There you go. That's the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was wearing a hat for that. No, that I don't think you were either. Well, that yeah, didn't that's, help. The way, that's what happens. Uh, so, but uh, once again, Dave the beer tender, who was great to us last time, uh, great place at Alloy. Is it your one of, my, one of the yeah, one of the owners is my uh, older brother. Older brother, yes, yes. Uh, and you guys have uh, 
graciously allowed us to come back again, so we didn't screw up last time. No, no, not at all. It was a good Thank time God. last time. Yeah. Thank God. It's a very good um, time last time. Yeah. So are you, I was going to ask you a question, are you getting season tickets for next year? Yes. You are? Yes. And what section are you in? Uh, on the midline, not bench side. Okay. Sterling, where are you at? I'm on the midline, not bench side. Oh, you I'm might upper be. deck though. Oh, I'm not upper deck. Yeah. Oh, lower deck. Oh, I, I yeah. Just, we were we were bench side this year. Yeah. Midline, uh, 17 rolls up, and next year we got the same exact price tickets. Row eight, midline. All right. Yeah. So. When, once I picked, there wasn't anything lower deck yeah. in the mid, so I'm literally right on midline. But Which is I'm just fine. But you're still close. And it, yeah. And you got the heaters when it's cold. Yes, exactly. Blast them down. I also don't believe that there's going to be a bad seat. In oh, the place. no. It's, yeah, yeah I, I know that when I picked my tickets, they, they described to me that my seats were roughly row 18 of, yeah. TCF, of TCF. And I'm yeah. in row 17 yeah. this season. So, so you're so going like, okay. to be as close, but maybe a little higher. Right, yeah. A little higher and a better view. Yes. Because yeah. you won't have a 10 foot drop from the and and the nice thing is, is I, I like to see the the formations yep. work and so yep. it'll be nice being there. Hey, so, and again it's next to the heaters. Yeah, and we ordered we uh, pre-ordered our gold cup tickets yesterday. Nice. We I were just too. talking yeah, about we're just that. Just talking about that. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to go there for that? Exactly. That's a double header. It's gonna be a good, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. yeah. We the, a bunch of us went down to KC a couple of years ago okay. for the Gold Cup, okay. US and the Gold Cup. It was, in, it was versus Panama, right? Versus I think Panama, it ended yes. up being a one-one yes. draw. But, yeah. Uh, that was kind of a disappointing Gold Cup. It was disappointing, if I, yeah. If I recall. But uh, Jurgen was out at the bars. Remember, he was out yes, at the bar. Yes, yeah, the Kansas City Live. No, it wasn't Kansas City Live. But it was the Power uh, and Lights District. Power and Lights District. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of cool to see. One of our favorite spots in Kansas yeah. City. Yes. So, Dave, is LA going to be out at the new stadium? Are you guys going to have a beer out there? Uh, we do not have the brewing capacity yet to do. Not yet. Um, we actually have a, uh, a connection to the head chef at uh, the bank. Okay. At the big one. Oh. And they've asked for our beer, but oh. they go through uh, 50 kegs of each beer every day. Holy jeez. God. You have to go watch so. them. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the same. Do you need some help brewing it? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll come in. And we're, we're in the process of upgrading the brewing system, but it's still not even going to be close to the size it needs to be to, okay. to do a professional sporting event. So maybe in like a couple of years you'd be out there. And uh, do you have the space here existing that, that, that you need to expand your process? Uh, we can expand uh, two times the size that we have now. Okay. Uh, but after that, we'll have to go somewhere else um, and get an offsite uh, Okay. A warehouse that we can put the big ends in. Yeah, because they, you know, the, uh, when I talk about the new stadium, they said there was going to be, how many beers they said they were going to have? 96. 96 different As they beers. should. As they should. As they should. Uh, and I'm hoping that uh, a lot of our local breweries will be on tap and I think it'll available. be a, a good representation. I mean, at the end of this last season at uh, TCF, yeah. more and more craft beer oh, was yeah. showing up. Um, and I think that I think that next year it's going to be. I'm excited. I'm excited for the beer garden. I'm telling you, that's where I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to get a seat in the stadium, but I'll be standing in the yeah. beer garden the whole time. Oh, so, and we were talking about. 
getting tickets for next year. Maybe if they offer a standing room only ticket, maybe yeah, that's why wouldn't you? for a game or two? Well, it's the same thing the Twins do is they offer standing room only they tickets. Yeah. And now you look at it and you go, oh, there's so many bars and things around there. Yeah, why just get a standing room only ticket and just walk around the whole time? Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of people do. That. Yeah, and it's the Twins, so you don't have to watch anything to know what's going on. Not yet. So <laughs> same, Not yet. same thing. Seven bucks, and it's actually worth it. Yeah, I mean it's, Seven bucks it's a good deal. Well, that was that was like at. Uh, um, before we went to the MLS and we were at Blaine, uh, yeah. Blaine, the standing room beer garden part there was great. We would buy tickets great. and stand right yeah. behind the goalies. Yeah, we would buy man. tickets up for seats and then just stand. Yeah, that's what yeah, we would do. That's too. what I did too. <laughs> so the goalie as much as we can. <laughs> In his own, I used to heckle him in his own language. I used to look it up on Google and be like, "Where's he from?" <laughs> I swear there was a couple of them that were like from Russia, or whatever. I do. Um, but uh, again, thanks to Dave and Ally for letting us out here. Yeah, you know, yeah, as long as we have David with us, I, this is something we're definitely going to bring up, and maybe uh, David can tell us a little bit more about it. But uh, you're right in the middle of um, your, you call it your November beard promotion. Yes. yes. So yes. definitely yeah. tell us a little bit about um, that. So we are, uh, we are doing an American Cancer Society uh, benefit there that we have 21 participants that on the 1st of November, we all got together and all of us shaved our beards. Um, You'd have seen me 13 days ago. I had a beehive on my face. And how long had you had been growing Six months. Six so months. I started in April, and I cut it off um, first. And it was, I was in a wedding a month ago, and you couldn't see the bow tie. <laughs> oh, if, that, if that can explain. Wow. So, no, I, I miss it. I miss it a lot. But we're raising, we're trying to raise as much money as we can for American mm-hmm. okay. That's, Yeah, very cool. Uh, me and uh, one of our other beer tenders, Chris, uh, he had been working on his beer for eight years. Holy shit. Wow. And he saved and he shaved it off. You shaved so it off? His wow. wife is not happy. Oh, I bet not. His wife was not a huge fan of me talking him into shaving his beer. Oh. <laughs> so now, and now you're kind of having a little competition for the month? Yes, season. between Chris and I, uh, for longest beard and most money raised here. Um, and then it's also with the rest of the participants. Okay. So we have cool. a uh, big get together on the 30th at Bad Weather Brewing in St. Paul. Okay. Um, they're the home base for the, uh, the fundraiser. And it'll be a competition between, we're doing the sprint, so longest beard after, longest beard growth in 30 days. All right. And then they're also doing three other categories, or four other categories of just beard competition. So a mustache, full beard, um, six six inches or shorter, six inches or longer, um, and then um, there's a freestyle where you can cut your beard into whatever you want to and have fun. With you could do like a Raleigh fingers. Yeah, you could like roll say, it I, up. I, I yeah. was gonna say that. That's why I, I always want to do a Raleigh fingers. Yeah. That's why I want to get. I've it done out. it twice. It's it's hilarious. It's expensive because oh. if you have a thick mustache, yeah. it takes an entire thing of mustache to roll it up. Wow. Yeah. See, my. Facial hair would look like yours after yeah. like six months. <laughs> this is so, this is uh, this is coming off tonight. Days. Nine days. Nine days. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I told my wife after I shaved it off that I would not be doing it again. Yeah, it's it's because tough. I have two huskies at home, and oh. the day after I shaved it off, it was thirty three. And the walk in the morning, I'm like, this is stupid. Yes. Yeah, I, I used to have a chin warmer, and now mm. the wind is literally right. frostbiting my chin. So, I, yeah, I've never grown a beard before, but I'm going to give it two weeks and see see what happens. I'm going to at yeah. least go through next weekend, the next Gophers, Gophers football game, outdoors, cold weather. Yeah. So I figure any little growth on my face I think would help out. And I'm just a bit curious. I have about 
five days in now. So yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I've never tried to go. I wish that was five days. <laughs> you, you, you guys have this known. This is coming off tonight. That was like 13 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably about my five days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys have known me since high school. I got this when I was in college. My first year of college, I grew this out. And I rarely take it off. Yeah. My wife hates it if I do it. Uh, the problem is now, if I start growing down, I got I got a gray patch, like right on the uh, side. I, my gray like, comes in right down here. Yeah, it's yeah. just weird. It's the weirdest yeah. spots, you know? Good thing about being blind, we don't have that gray issue. Yeah, whatever. As fast. At least I admit it as fast. Yes. Yeah, so aside from going to the website and donating to the cause directly, um, is are, are, are we is by I think I read it right are like by every every pint of uh, is it Brimley's Porter Brimley it Stout was, it's, uh, the Porter our, our pewter Porter the Brimley Stout our Beehive Belgian Ale and our um, our cherry or, uh, sorry our tropical Whitsun oh, all right okay, I already cool. donated a dollar per pint and a dollar per pint during the month of November awesome very cool um, okay. of those are, is going towards the funds. Um, Chris has two beers. I have two of the beers. I have two of the beers. So we don't aren't taking each other's money. So it's still a competition between us. Sure. Um, so if you come in, I'll push you towards one of those two and not. Chris's. <laughs> what are Chris's two beers again? I won't drink those today. Chris's are the porter and the tropical, um, and mine are the stout and the beer. Oh crap! So I drink one of Chris's. It's, it's son of a. It's, that's it's why I started. Money's going exactly where it's supposed to go. That's why I started out with a stout, not just because I love stouts. Oh, because so you want to help them out. Of course. There you go. Yeah, so you can. Yeah, people can come in here, donate. We have uh, donation boxes here, or you can go to the website, um, our Facebook page. Um, both of them have links to uh, both of our websites to donate. Awesome. Thank you very much. I mean, that's great that you're yeah. doing this for us, yeah. right, for everybody. And, um, we're going to get back into our stat stuff. Dave, you want to hang out? I, I'll, I'll hang out for a little bit. Hang out. Um, yep. guy behind the bar right now is a little worthless, so if we get busy, I'll have to go over there. <laughs> Feel free to uh, chime in if you want to. Yep. So, uh, I guess, yeah, we were just finishing up kind of just, we were kind of doing in the uh, 2018 season by the numbers, yep. or stats specifically, and we were, on, we were down to the last one. And, and I think it wasn't quite, it was about the, just be, just after the last time we were here at Alloy. Um Remember the good old days back in July when we were actually sitting here on this podcast talking about our playoff chances? Yeah, I remember those days. We would be sitting here, well, not here, but on decision day, we'd be, you know, just maybe, oh, winning your in kind of scenario for the uh, yeah, balloons. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess the other, the other stat that jumps out is the three-game win streak that happened in July, and that was Real Salt Lake, New England, and LAFC, that 5-1 drubbing, which when we was got a our, fun one. When we got our hopes up. Yes, our whole crew. all excited. There was, that was literally was the game that ended it. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't I mean, it the Quintero? Uh, that was a, his uh, hat trick, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that was, was uh, uh, that was Toronto, wasn't it? Oh, it's Toronto. Yes, it that was, was Toronto. Toronto. That was just the drubbing of the century. Yeah. That we actually looked like we were a team. Yeah. Yeah. And then but I it was literally the end. That, it was. was and when we were, we were looking a couple podcasts ago, we were looking at the the, the loons level in the standings you know i think they finished this finished 10th in the conference yep but and then for the longest time they were at ninth but there was that one point in the season and it was right after that three game win streak where i think they peaked at seven i think it was seven maybe yeah. six for a moment we were a in playoff contention like above the line mid-season 
Okay. So yeah, and that so we had, was coming off that three games. We had podcasts where we were talking about what needs to happen. Right. We need to win these next two games and some other things need to happen yep. so we can jump up. And, of course, that didn't happen at all. So, so that was the uh, kind of a review of stats, Dave. Thank yeah, you very much yeah. for the stats stuff. We're so it's now, our awards. Now we're going to jump into our awards. And, so uh, you can certainly chime in on this. Dave the Beer Tender can jump in to our awards. We will I can talk do that. Yes. Now, Sterling has given us a list that we all agreed to. We all took a look, did some research. It was not a dictatorship. No. I asked no. for more input. You, you no asked gave for input. It. We did. So we're going to start off We're going to start off with some podcasts. There's two podcast awards we're going to start off with right now. Get that out of the way. Here's one that's going to get everybody all riled up. Best location. Yeah. Now. I feel bad considering we've got somebody from I this location here. And here's the deal, right? So look, should we start off by listing the, the separate locations? Yes. Well, we let's, let's start. I'll list, it, list them all. Okay, okay so, so we've had we've had uh, Sterling's Basement. Yes. For if a couple. Wins, okay. I'm not going to be very happy. No, no. We've but, had, yeah, hey, hey. And my John, basement's John pretty happy. sweet. Yeah, John, you were at one of those, two of those actually, weren't you? Two Sterling was Basement episodes. Good I, I put a lot of money into that man cave. I understand. Yeah. I understand. We've had uh, my we've we've had my garage numerous times. That'll be on the short list for top three for yeah. sure. Uh, we've had uh, Omni, yep. Steel Toe, Evictus, of course Alloy here, uh, Dual Citizen, and the Beer Garden. Germania, yes. Germania, yeah, which no is no longer, longer open. Sadly, sadly, no longer. Um, I can't say there's been the best one. They've all yeah. been great. It's tough. The thing I was talking about, and I was talking to, uh, uh, who is it, Nick, who's doing his uh, comic book release here. Yes. Uh, I was talking to him about this earlier. I said, every place that I've sent a message to has been totally open to us coming to their location and doing our podcast. I have not had one that said, you know what? We really can't have you here. We don't want you here. That's that. They all say, "Hey, come on out." Even the second one with Alloy, they're like, "Hey, come on out again. We do, we don't mind you guys being here. We like having you guys here. It's yeah. great." And most of them put their things on their their Facebook page or their Twitter accounts, and they have a good time. So I can't say that there's one that I'm right it's, is the best one. It's tough because yeah. all of them are different. Yep, uh, and they've all been very great to us. I will say this. There's one brewery. I'm not going to name it. It's not this one. There's only one brewery that I'm going to say that's kind of been like, eh. okay, and they really didn't, like, do anything. And I, I think we all know which one that is. Yeah, and I'm not going to name names, but... Oh, you can go ahead and name them. No, no. I'm not no, going to name I'm names. But, uh, Just to make it more interesting. Yeah, but no, we'll we, probably, all, we all do We'll know. probably nev- not go back to that one. Probably not. And so, yeah, it's... That may also kind of give a hint as to who it is. There's a, it was a good brewery, but I mean, they didn't really care about having us out there. And whatever, they were cool with us, but whatever. Um, I will say this my garage, of course, every time we do a podcast there, I have a neighbor, noisy neighbors doing something <laughs> stupid, like power washing their boat or mowing the damn lawn. It's uncanny. And it they, is, they it always, happens. They it always happens. Or, or ducks or geese or whatever that one yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's nature. Too. But it, it's, it's <laughs> like they say, oh, Tony's doing a podcast. Time to fire up the lawnmower. Yeah. It's uncanny. The and best was the guy power washing his boat, though. I was like, what are you doing? Why? Why now? Yeah. You know? It's just a yeah, stupid so Actually, thing. that does take your garage oh, down man. a couple times. So maybe, <laughs> maybe you're out of the top three. I don't know. Yeah, well. Um, 
So I can't really well, real say. Real quick, can we do a top three? We, if we're going to bring this up, we at least have to do a oh, top three. I don't know if I can do a top three, man. Okay. I mean, it's, okay. you can't really say one brewery is better than another brewery. I'm sorry, you well, can't. Well, let's just so, say I'm biased and mine wasn't a brewery, but we can't ever go back to that well, one. Well, we can't so, go back to your Germania. Because it's, it's biased, I, I'm going to be the controversial one. Okay. As I usually am. All right. Somebody has to. I, I don't. I don't. I, I feel really bad because you're you're sitting here. I like beer. I like uh, I like all of the breweries working together. So I'm very okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. Well, so my my top was Dual Citizen, only only because that was kind of the the cool one. You know, we had that that fan, the listener. Well, we who happened to be sitting right yeah. next to us, and Which she's like, weird. hey. Yeah, I was just listening to your podcast. Oh, that's that is cool. I was like, I okay, that's I pretty had, good. I have to admit, I thought she was joking. Yeah, I thought she was joking. I really yeah. did. Yeah, just yeah. Some, we randomly sit down next to somebody, a stranger, like, like listen yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Before, and and so. thankfully, she actually reviewed us, so we know that she was at least yeah. partially honest. And then you were back there the other day. Yeah. And somebody said, "Is this a soccer uh, bar, uh, soccer brewery?" Yeah, because they heard our podcast. Because I was the last time I was here, I was. Listening to the podcast that was here it was like, oh my god, that's our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Dual, and Dual Citizen is one of those ones that during the World Cup they were actually the, uh, I believe, the Puerto Rico home place. Oh really? So really? Every, wow. every game that one of the team played, they had a big crowd. Um, they had the, they had their uh, um, flags up. Um, nice. So oh, cool. Dual Citizen is definitely one of those very open to soccer breweries. And so. one of the owners has the best name ever, Max Filter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. They're gonna say David. No, I mean, it's, there's three Davids sitting at the table yeah, right now. Well, it's one of the best names. I mean, Max Filter. <laughs> I mean, come on. It reminds me of that Simpson episode. What does he a Max? What does he turn into? Max Power or something like that, or something like Sim- Oh, you're Homer taking me too that. far back. Yeah, you're taking yeah, me too that's, far back. Yeah, but it's one of those names. Like you don't forget a name like that. <laughs> Dual Citizen is great. Although Alloy here is is only one of two. Two breweries that we've made a return trip to That's now true. as a podcast. Exactly. So, and yeah. if if there was a number two for my choice, it would be Alloy. That's good. Yeah. At least it's not number three. Or four. Or four. Well, four. At least it's on the top three. Tony's, yeah. Tony's Garage is my number three, I would say. Well, after those two. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact is, I mean, think about it. I got the refrigerator outside, and I always Minnesota craft beers in the refrigerator. Mm, it's true. The beer's the cheap, too. And the beer's cheap. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, yeah. And usually my, rel- my relatives are over. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not charging them for the beer out of your fridge. Well, of course not. <laughs> nominal dollars. Nominal. I, sh- I should. This is actually a 16 actually, ounce can, so this is going to be three twenty. That's a really good idea. I'm going to put a coin <laughs> coin jar next to my on my bar now. Anybody that takes a beer out of my fridge, they've got to put like fifty cents. Well, you got all right. So it's I like got a fifty dollar bar. So I have a fifty dollar credit already, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, you guys. You guys have all met my sister-in-law. She's a big beer fan. Yeah. She lives, like, right by me. So she's in my house with her daughter, like, two or three times a week. Yeah. And she's drinking my craft beer. And all the time, every time she drinks it, she goes, I need to buy you more. I need to buy you more. And then once, more? once every couple months, she'll bring over something. But it's never the amount that I've given to her, which I'm like, it's fine. You know, I buy it for everybody. Uh, I, I, I have a brother that's been homebrewing for... Ten years. Yeah, I don't think I've ever paid for beer at my brother's. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you've never tasted. It. <laughs> never returned it. He always had just an endless supply at his house, mm-hmm. so I would just go over. He would be at work. I'd have a couple beers and I'd leave. Yeah, I mean, don't tell him that though. No, uh, we, won't. we won't say anything. Say anything at all. He's sitting at the bar. So, well, there he is. <laughs> uh, so, he, so he still homebrews too? No, 
No, oh. but they they homebrewed for seven years before you okay. before opening year. And this was based off a of homebrew. And this is yeah, all yeah. our recipes are homebrew based recipes. off. Oh, wow! Uh, I think awesome. we have two new recipes since we opened seventeen months ago. Wow! Um, when we opened, we had one hundred twenty-four recipes that were. Jeez. Oh wow! Very cool. Speaking of recipes, since we kind of did it's, the whole brewery thing, let's talk about our top beers. Good segue, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, top three beers. I'm going to give you guys and, mine. And now, just so we're clear, are these only from the breweries that we've been to, or, no, or yes, can yes. they be? Well, they, they, sh- they should be. Yeah. Yeah, they probably should be, yeah. just to narrow the list a little bit. I mean, because if they weren't, I, I'm a big Surly guy, so one of them would be a Surly, but it's not. Yeah. We're never going to be invited back here, by the way. Yes, we are. Yeah, you will. It's fine. Of course it will. It's beer is beer is beer. If it's not they call light up. It's happy. local. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Nice. Oh, they couldn't have been better, better selection. Yeah, that was John's nomination for best beer. That was John's nomination for best beer right no, there. I had about 10 of them last night and went to bed. I woke up just fine. It's not fine. I actually got a little drunk off them because I drink them fast. But it's something you can drink if you just want to drink. If you just want to drink them fast. I just want to drink them fast. Them. Okay, that, that's basically what I got out of that. Nothing is bad with flavored water at all. <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah, it's accurate. Right. However, we're talking about horse piss. Yeah. I'm not talking about flavored okay, water. Okay, you know what mine is? This October, Oktoberfest I just had from Alloy's, my number one. There you go. It's, it's, okay. it's, there you go. it's very good. It's, and it's a very good Oktoberfest. So you just haven't. Yeah, we've talked about this. I mean, I from I was always a Miller Lite guy. I was the Miller Lite guy. Do you have Miller Lite on tap? That's what I'll have. That's what I have. But it's because of this podcast that I am fully converted now. Well, I'm searching out craft beer. Wow. Minnesota well, craft beer here's specifically. Here's the thing, Gabe. We all know why I'm going out of my realm trying other things. Yeah. Because you have a fiance who's big into it. And yeah. even the other day when Nell saw me drinking wine, I did. Flipped. I saw you drinking wine. <laughs> I saw you drinking wine. Now it was out of the beer. box, but no, oh no, it, it was out of the box. <laughs> we That's bought the you bag. Did. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be fair, you did buy a bottle of wine at the, at the buffet. buffet. At the, at the buffet. casino, you did. yeah, yeah. You did. yeah. Okay, so Dave, what are your top three? Okay, yeah, well, um, since we, I think since we're here at Alloy, I've got two that are on my probably top three. I, I think I've listed four just because I couldn't narrow it down to three, but. You know, one I mentioned earlier on this podcast, but today was the uh, White Noise Stout. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was, I was, was a little good. disappointed it wasn't still here, because, man, I loved it. That was our first anniversary beer. Okay. Uh, it will make an appearance again, but right. it will always be around the end of June for our anniversary. Yeah, I, so I had to buy a crawler of that last time I was here. So nice. that's definitely on my nice. list. It's probably number one. Uh, All right. And then, obviously, from Alloy, I like the Cherry Wit as well. To my list, yeah. And real quick, uh, you mentioned Dual Citizen as a favorite location. I had a favorite beer from there, and that was probably the one I had first, the Kellogg Kellogg Cream Ale. Oh, yeah. Shoot, mine's in there. That's in there I, too. I currently have a growler of that in my fridge. Don't want to steal all your thunder. And then I have one more that I tried for the first time two weeks ago at Omni. It was the Fad or the freaking awesome, delicious. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, I really they're, enjoyed uh, that. Their East Coast IPA. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's right. So I guess those are my four that I, okay. I like the most. Sorry right. for stealing a couple of years. You stole two miles. Okay. Sterling going to steal my last right. one? Uh, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so, number three, I couldn't pick. Um, I have your corrugated. It's fantastic. Uh, but I also tied that with Invictus's Blame It, or Blame it on the Rain. Oh, yes. yes. Now, was that on tap when we were there? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Blame It on the Rain's their amber? Uh, it's a brown. They're brown. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Um, and then my number two... We didn't have it here because it wasn't here yet. But I came back a few weeks later. The chocolate bit, fantastic. Yeah, 
That's good. I, had I mean, that. now it's here, so I guess yeah. it counts. It's here now, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then my number one is the Dewey, the Kettle Sour yep. uh, Salted the Watermelon. watermelon. From, yep. uh, from, uh, that was Dual that Citizen. Invictus? Was it? That was Dual, Dual Citizen. Citizen. Oh, Dual Citizen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will. I, had that one I will say this about Invictus. They have a, their beer now. Is their stout is called Mr. Plow. Oh, have no, you no, seen no, that? That's a Simpsons. That's a Simpsons thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, Dave Stevens already took two of mine. My Kellogg Cream Ale and my Cherry Lime Wit. Great minds think alike. Man. Cherry Lime has got to be my favorite. I mean, when I had it here last time I was here, I couldn't get enough of that stuff, man. That stuff. Sorry, is, it's our best-selling summer beer. That stuff is fantastic. Oh. Man. But that didn't make your list, did it? It didn't. No. no. Uh, the Kellogg Cream Ale from Dual Citizen. Cream Ale. Love Cream Ales. That was a great one. Avenger IPA from Invictus. Okay. Now, every brewery has an IPA. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to distinguish any of them because they all pretty much taste similar. That one for me, I don't know what it was. Tasted a little bit better than most of the IPAs. Sure. So I got that on my list as well. So, but the cherry lime wit, I will say from here, is number one. So Dave, if you had to pick a favorite beer that wasn't aloe, yes, and it was Minnesota Craft, yes, what would it be? Um, before I worked here, two of my good friends opened up Angry Inch Brewing down in Lakeville. Okay. Angry Inch. Uh, I've yes. been there. Yeah. And, uh, their their trademark beer is called Daddy's Honey Beer. It's a French saison with uh, orange blossom honey. Oh. Um, it is wow. a nine and a half percent beer. Ooh. It drinks like it's six percent. It is very smooth, very very tasty. It is my favorite beer that I've ever had. Oh. Wow. Ever had. Interesting. So it is. It is delicious. So if you have a chance to get down there, do it. Yeah. It's very versatile. So now your yeah. What's your favorite here? Here is going to, is actually our Iron Kilt. Um, yeah. It's our Scottish wee heavy. Um, it will be making an appearance very soon back on the tap list. Um, it was on last spring, um, and I drank too much of it. <laughs> um, it is very very tasty. Um, it's it's a big beer. Yes. Uh, when it comes back, it's going to be in the uh, tri- triple digits. Oh, uh, so yeah, it's very, very tasty, very, very dangerous, but very tasty. Mm. I, I've never been a big Scottish ale fan. I, I'm actually um, I'm a Scottish person, heritage yeah. wise. And I've always tried to get into them, and it's it seems like the the alcohol level is just a little bit too high to where. It, that flavor comes out. Yeah. And there are, I mean, there's different kinds of Scottish ales. I mean, the Wee Heavy is, it, it is yeah. 100% exactly what yeah. it says. It's a heavy, big beer. Um, and then uh, there's Scottish ales that you can get that are 5, 5.5%. Five right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it totally depends on who's making it, what they're trying for, what they're trying for the flavor profile is. Sure. Um, ours is a little sweet. It's, uh, okay. it's got a sweetness at the end. It's really smooth because of the higher alcohol. Okay. Um, so... I'll, I'll have to get in, try yeah. that we had. And that'll be a howler, howler purchasable. Uh, okay. We won't be in growlers. We'll only do howlers of okay. it. So. Cool. Well, there you go, guys. I mean, our top beers. I think we've covered most of the breweries we went to. Yeah. I will say this, uh, a special note. The Omni Brewing has a beer called Lunacy. Yeah. Which is not named after our podcast at all. And we didn't name our podcast for podcast. We didn't name right. it after, after that. For yeah. legal. 
for legal reasons. <laughs> it's spelled differently. It's, it is. It's, it's yeah. Spelled spelled yeah. L-O-O-N. Well, the funny thing was, the second podcast we ever did, we did it at Omni. It was just me and Dave. We're there on a cold March day. Yeah. And Lunacy was on tap. And we're like, oh, that's funny. It's Lunacy. We're a Lunacy podcast. Then we go back there for two weeks ago. They didn't have it on tap last, yeah. last time. We never got to taste it, did no, you? No, we didn't. No. Yeah. Didn't have I expected you two weeks ago, but it just wasn't in the know. cards. What's up with that? Yeah. So let's get into the team awards, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna start out, we're gonna start off here with LVP. Okay. Least valuable player. And now I think I think we're gonna have a very This might be consensus. Consensus. A consensus of I mean, we're all gonna have the same name. It's a good high probability. But I'm gonna put it out there. Okay. Alexi Gomez. And that's your nomination? Yeah, and there are no other reasons why. No goals, no assists, numerous turnovers. And a lot of minutes. And a lot of minutes. So I guess are you saying that's a positive or a negative in the sense that's a very, of very, very big negative. Okay. Very big negative. <laughs> he's not, you know, he's not like a pitcher in baseball. He's you wouldn't he's described no. as a minutes eater no. instead of an he, innings eater. He shouldn't be no. a minutes eater at all. Don't so, don't make his okay. time here. Which right? And to be fair, no, I've already done this. I'm not gonna sit here and defend Alexi don't Gomez. Don't defend Alexi Gomez. I, I'll second your nomination for worst player of the year. Um, do you have anybody else on, on a, what I know is going to be a short list for us? I have nobody else. That's it. That's the only guy. Uh, it's the name that popped up. the only one that pops up. Okay, I knew that, that was going to be one of the easiest awards to come I up. Of course it is. Least Why do you disagree, player. Johnny? How so? Well, do you have another nomination? Let's put yeah. it I would say Heath because he only got on the team because of his daddy and he wasted a spot. Uh, I, am, I want to fight you outside. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's a, he's a young player. He's a young guy. Dave, what do you think? What do you think? If you had to oh, off the cuff. Goodness. And I'm not gracious. and I'm not defending Gomez by any means, but I'm just saying what a waste of a spot having Heath on the team. Okay. I disagree. We'll get into this later. Wait. So, <laughs> so this is going to be a very contested one. I'm not a fan of Gibson. Mm. Well, uh, yes. Yeah. I I gave I, him a pass. Yeah. I I view Gibson as that central midfielder that doesn't like passing the ball and when he does he passes it to the wrong team. Yeah. Right, right, he yeah. scored some very good goals. He scored some very important goals. But I think he gave up more. I mean playing Atlanta, that game in Atlanta, yeah. he had he literally gave them two goals. Yeah he did. Well and there was uh I wanna say the New England game maybe. He did a back heel. Yes and yep and it, he back heeled it back to them. Right yep. to their player and yeah. they literally walked in and put yeah. it on the back of the net. So I saw on Twitter uh, a couple weeks ago, somebody posted a picture of him hugging Neymar. And I saw that. It, and it, they, they said, you know, just remember who taught Neymar everything. And then uh, I, I think it was from this account, from the Lunacy account, I t- retweeted that, well, considering how bad he dives, that makes some sense. Yeah. Because I, that's my, always been my big thing with yeah. Ibsen yeah. was Ibsen, like 20, 23 games started, four goals, three assists. So. Yeah, I mean, so still numbers, not, that, that's not, oh, are great numbers. No, yeah. no, no, they're not. No. He did have a pretty back heel this season. Yeah, but he used four it too goals. much. But, oh, oh, that was yeah, cool, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, how the hell did he score? Yes. Yeah. 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 But still, yes, I agree. I gave him a pass because he was NASL and I was like, all right. It's Alexi Gomez for me. Well, I'm going to say Alexi Gomez. And so we you're talk- one of them, an NASLer still. Yeah, a little bit. But 
honestly, about Alexa Gomez, and we talked about this before, whenever Alexa Gomez touches the ball, in my head, there's a little sound that goes... What's he going to do next? I was hoping you'd break that out on this podcast. What's he going to do next? Well, and Is he going to give it up? Is he going to do something crazy? For me, every time it looks like he's going to have a shot, I think of Blair Walsh. Wide right? Yeah. Wide right. It's just going to go somewhere. So Sterling is Alexa Gomez, your oh, yeah. LVP. Run, runaway winner of the least valuable, valuable player. Yeah, I mean, and, there's no contest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, actually, I, I thought this one was going to be an easy one. I think that the next award, team yeah. award, which is going to be MVP, I think that actually is probably even easier. Uh, we don't need to beat Well, let's that. get into it. Yeah. I mean, MVP, of course. I mean, Darwin is your MVP. I challenge you to bring up even another name. Nobody I think, else. Uh, I, I picked Darwin, but Miguel Ibarra okay, yeah, that's put yeah. in a good, maybe, good effort. Maybe we need another award. MVP not named Darwin Quintero. Oh, <laughs> well, then it'd be Miguel, oh, Miguel Ibarra without a question. Is most improved for Miguel? There's something that Oh, I, I completely something agree. Something clicked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you know, Molino and Finley going down at the beginning of the season. It helped him a lot. It, yeah. Yeah, the team it opened it up. The team yeah. also didn't do better because of those two going yeah. down. Yeah. But he, he definitely he definitely showed more this year. I can't I don't think you can call him most improved because at one point he was on our national team. He was, yeah. That's true. Why, so when he's okay, let's go back to those days when he got picked on that though. His competition he was playing against in the NESL wasn't what he was playing with in the MLS. Oh completely you true. Know? So completely true. I mean I guess if you could look so, at it in different directions. So least inhibited to perform. <laughs> sure. You want to use big words. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> so I dug down deep into the source. No, I think we're all in an agreement. Yeah, yeah. run away, well, as far as MVP, it's, it, it's obviously it's Darwin. It's Darwin. And yeah. I mentioned earlier his 15 assists. He also had 11 goals. Yeah. And, of course, led the team in both categories. Yeah. So it's really a no yeah. The thing is, he only played in three quarters of the games. Yeah. He missed five. He yeah. missed the yeah. first With five. With MVP, you got to look at... Where would this team be without somebody? And good God, it's scary. can you imagine if we didn't sign Darwin mm. Otero? I think we we easily we wouldn't have clipped our goal score no, from last no way. year. No I, way. The record would have been significantly worse, or at least no a few games worse. I think people would have been jumping off the back of TCF. Yep. By the end of the season, had we not signed Darwin Otero. Fortunately, we never sat in the upper deck. We didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> 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 There's only one game that that could have happened. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> True. Sorry. And yes, the highlight of probably of his season, I think David, you brought up, was the uh, the hat trick. Oh, yeah, against yeah, Toronto, yeah. which I'm going to bring up in a little bit. Yes. Okay. That was the first hat trick ever by a United Super player. United player, yeah. In their short two-year history. In now. MLS. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so that's an easy one. We've those, got those are two, two easy ones, guys. Yes. Let's go to worst roster move. Okay. I'm going to say, and Sterling's probably going to agree with me, even though I liked it when it happened. I kind of went back on it after it happened. Is the Miller for Nicholson move? Yeah, that was a shitty move. Yeah. However, that's not my choice. Can can I be can I be like the op, can I do the obvious one? Go ahead. One? Like the Christian Ramirez trade. I mean, it's it, no. whatever was the best or worst. David Sterling, I'll probably leave that for you at the end here, but. I think it was clearly the least popular. Oh, oh yeah, without of course it was. Whether it worked yeah. or not, I mean, that's probably still up for debate. I hate to say that here at the end of the season that we're still saying, well, it might work out. We'll just have to see how Alexi, you know, or not Alexi, I'm sorry, but Angelo Rodriguez, what we were waiting to 
with him, but we're not going to get all the allocation money but because I'm, he's playing right. Right, but I mean... That's why it's not worth it. Right. But, I mean, we wouldn't have Angelo Rodriguez without moving Christian Ramirez. I think that's safe Well, to we're say. not going to get much more, I don't think, because he no. is not... But here's here's my deal. Was Ramirez a move they had to make because he wasn't fitting with what the team wanted to do? Well, he was he he completely combated Quintero. Uh, yeah, he they did. did not play well. They didn't play well together. No. no. So if you want Quintero to be your central player, yeah. it wasn't a bad move. No. I just I, I just. But I think it's the only jersey that I own. For the <laughs> and we saw and we saw flashes um, even. Uh, you know, at the 50k to midway against the Galaxy, we saw flashes of what they want to do with Quintero and Angelo Rodriguez. Yeah. We yes. saw it in that game, yeah, exactly and I think right. that's hopefully. You know, you talk to the ownership, management; they're going to say, "Well, that's exactly why we brought them mm-hmm. in." And there's reasons to be very optimistic. So yep. We'll yep. leave it at that. For now. Or at least, I don't know if that if well, touched on your worst that, roster move or not. But. So well, it hold on a second now. <laughs> so the Miller Nicholson move wasn't on yours. No. The Ramirez move. So. No. What is it? So I, I cheated. You cheated? I, I said the worst roster move was not fixing our full back depth. Okay. I completely agree with you. Because you don't sign anyone at fullback. Well, okay. You sign people at fullback being a 34-year-old Englishman from, from Atlanta's, you know, dumpster pile. Yeah. Being Tyrone Mears, no offense to Tyrone Mears. No offense. Um, that's the only thing they did. Yeah. So for me, I look at that and I say, you don't fix the you don't fix the depth there. So you're relying on 97 years combined age between Tyrone Mears, Jerome Tucson, who I love. I think he's an awesome player, awesome individual, great player. Yeah. I mean, and then Mark Birch. Birch. So, what happens? Oh, let's see. Mears gets hurt. Birch gets hurt. Yep. Jerry gets hurt. Yep. That led to Eric Miller coming in. Eric's fine. I don't think he's a starter, but he's fine. Um, That led to trading our depth away at winger. At the same time, literally at the very same time, we lose Molina, we lose Finley. Yep. And all of a sudden, we're left with zero depth at either position. It's, you know, I mean, we were relying on a a 19-year-old rookie to play right back. We were bouncing around between Mears and Jerry at some point, and then... Forced to go three five two with Alexi playing defense, um, or even Eric Miller playing, you know, an attacking, attacking position. Attacking, yeah. And it forced Miguel into playing defensive when he's not meant to be that. Nah, nope. I, I think if you have to pick the worst roster move ever, it's not signing a fullback, like decent fullback depth in the offseason. But here's the deal. If those defenders don't get injured, right? If defenders don't get injured, I mean, if defenders don't get injured, then we're we're okay. And then, right? you know, and can this be? 
And then also, what you said, so you kind of out of necessity, they had to yeah. switch to that 3-5-2 from, yeah. you know, uh, the preferred, what is it, 4-2-3-1. Yeah. But again, we talked about the three-game winning streak. That three-game winning streak came when they were playing that 3-5-2 form- yeah. formation. Yeah. So they did, you know, something worked there. Calvo not at center back. Calvo not at center back. Well, Calvo moving over to the uh, left back, right? Yeah. That's well, where he left center back. Left center back. When was that three-game winning streak? In July. July. Yeah. yeah. So it was, was real Salt Lake. It was New right England. after the World Cup. Okay, so yeah. So that's, yeah, that's my worst. Or, yeah. It's an interesting worst take, Dave. I mean, I, I'll give it to you. I think uh, not signing defender was probably one of their biggest mistakes but then I have to look at it and say did they realize all these guys are going to get injured you know yeah I mean it's it's obviously a risk right? yeah it is I mean you you kind of measure the risk and well, I, I, figure out where it is I just think it's obvious you have you have the depth you have is over 30 mm-hmm. so it's it's one of those things where well, I look at it yeah. I, I'm going to go to another, another uh, sport here I'm going to go to football, American football. I like the Minnesota Vikings, okay? They had how many defensive backs this year? They had a ton of defensive backs this year. Going into the season. Going into the depth, season. Yeah. Guys get injured. Yep, including the rookie. Including the rookie. You go into a season with a lot of guys, and all of a sudden guys get injured. At some point you go, do I need to make a trade or do I not make a trade? And most yep. teams will decide not to make a trade. Yeah. And you've got a defensive-minded head coach in the Vikings. Um, yeah. And so he drafts Mike Hughes, who gets mm-hmm. hurt, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, the old man, help me out, Tony, who's the old man back there that retired? Newman? Just, Newman retired yeah. just before the beginning of the season. So you had, you know, there's two players that you were relying on or counting on. Yeah. And uh, they both are gone now. So. And again, it's one of those things, especially in a game like soccer, where you think you have, you think you have a, a glut of guys, and all right. of a sudden, guys get injured. And I get your point. I, I seriously get your point. But who would have known at the beginning of the season they were going to be down that many defenders? And, and my argument stays: you shouldn't have signed the people you signed. Yeah. As yeah. Okay. Now I'm not saying this is my opinion, but kind of like with the defensive, you know, a defensive midfielder position. Um, can you buy? Ex- I'm just going to throw an excuse out there. I'm not saying it's right or not, but can you buy it that maybe you know a position like a fullback or defensive midfielder, for that matter, is too hard to find in the middle of a season, and, and you're not just going to sign anybody off and the street. That's going to come up in our interview with Manny Lagos. Okay, so not our interview. Sorry. So we'll leave it there. We interview. I was just yeah. throwing out a possible excuse. We'll leave it there. I think you know as far as a worse roster move, you know, sure. I'll, but to close I'll buy this that. out, I think that. When they lost all those defenders, they decided to become an offensive team. Right. And they said, we're going to sign offensive players. And some of it worked, some of it didn't. So. The decision requires a punch in the throat, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, best. So, those are... Best or roster. biggest. Best roster. Yeah, best roster. Best roster. Well, we're going, to, going back to what we... Darwin, I mean, come on. Darwin's the best roster move there is. Sure. What are you going to say? I mean, that, that's too easy. I, I think I have to take that one again. I'm the easy answer guy. So so we removed best rant. So yeah. I just figured I'd be super controversial. Yeah. Best roster move is Christian Ramirez. 
is Christian Ramirez. Letting Christian Ramirez go? Okay. I can I can see where you're coming from. Caveat if we use the money wisely. No stabbing, Steve. Okay, so no I'm, I'm going to set the pen down. I'm going to set the pen down. You might not get all the money that we wanted on it either. Yeah, right. Well, and, as, and the, like I said, as of right now, I don't think it's but I, I don't think it will. And a lot of that's behind the scenes. You don't. Do we even know how much target allocation money they have or general allocation money they have available? Do Is that just something that's kept a secret? I don't think it is, but they don't make it very public. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's kept a secret, but... Um, in Man- Manny's interview with the Athletic, it was he stated we we're one of the top three for yeah, allocation. With allocation, yeah. So it's a good thing. So the reason I think Christian Ramirez's trade was the best roster move uh-huh. is because one, it gets the NS- NASL fans to shut up. Because okay. we're not the NASL anymore. But the Dark Clouds are big NASL fans. I get that. But we need to move on from NASL. Two, Christian Ramirez fell down more than any player other than Ibsen <laughs> on our team. Okay. He's, we, we lost more possession because he was trying to draw a foul on a hold-up play yeah. than I think any other times. Again, I really like Chris Ramirez. I thought he was a very dynamic, attacking player. But when you're trying to play that type of offense, yeah. he's just not the right fit. He didn't have the size that Angelo had. Yeah, and no. the best part about the whole move is they get multiple windows to spend the money. Yes, it is. So, so for me, I say, look, we're going to get 800000 for sure. Yeah. You get four windows, three, four windows to spend it. I think when we were all hitting, it's, it's good. And when we were all hitting the panic button when that happened, I think that was my biggest concern. I'm like, wow, what, what can they do in this limited time that they have to, you yeah. know, their money? But no, it, it is spread out. Like yeah. you said, we and, out. and the best thing is, I look at it from Christian's perspective. His family's in LA. He yep. gets to be in LA. Yep. Hopefully, I, I mean, honestly, I think LA's going to deal him. Yeah. But. You know, it was a good move for him. He just didn't quite fit with us. He probably wasn't very happy. You know, all, it's we, the best move. We all know the Christian thing was half it was based on what he did, and half of it was based on what he had done previously. Right. In NASL, because a huge fan base of the United are NASL people. It is. Yeah. And we look at Christian as one of our own, right? Right. Because Christian and, and and Miguel, Batman, Superman, got this team to where it was at in the ASL days. Okay. Yep. You move a guy like Christian, and people are gonna be pissed off about it. Yeah. But it's a business move. Right. You and have that's the to thing. make business moves. In NASL, you don't have to make business moves. No. In Major League Soccer, you do. No, you do. And I, I, we're all sad about him leaving. I think we all. Yeah. Definitely. Miss him. Yeah. You know? Pretty but, sure in June when you guys were here, we talked about that. Yeah, yes, we did. Yep, we we did. talked about what had to happen, and yep. after Quintero was here, because it was that week, wasn't it? Uh, it was a yeah. week after that. Yeah. 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 It was the first podcast from them. I think so. Yeah. We were, yeah, we were talking about the, it, it certainly being a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that we all believed it at that time, but it certainly was a possibility. No, and, 
Yeah. It had to happen. Right. It did. A change like that happened. Yeah. yeah. And it's being the best move of the year. I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, do they win more games? No, actually, they sucked. They sucked. And as as we discussed, <laughs> yeah. there was a very obvious change yeah. from pre Christian Ramirez yeah. to post Christian. Yeah. yeah, it didn't happen over. You know, the improvement, if there's going to be an improvement, it certainly did not come overnight. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, as we we've, we've mentioned before in this podcast, one of the worst positions you can switch out mid season is the forward position. Yeah, that's right. And I've I've used. As a Chelsea supporter, I've used Fernando Torres as an example. A fantastic forward, but, you know, it just, that whole position requires a lot of chemistry, a lot of getting used to the his teammates, and it just didn't work out. And it's, so Angelo, he might be good come next season, but let's hope. Set or nine games to finish the season. That's not crazy to say he's not completely no, up to speed. So, not yet. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a risk that the FO was willing to take. And and we'll talk about the FO yeah. after the break. Um, so let's get into... Worst moment. Worst moment of the season. Oh, sorry. Biggest no, moment. Oh, biggest, biggest moment of the season. And would you guys like... I mean, MMUFC.com, they had a poll. They, and it's yeah. going on right now, so you can jump on there and vote for it. Do you want me to bring up their poll? And the, give us how many are there. Yeah, yeah give so, us the, so their poll in, is top five moments from 2018. Okay. And it kind of segues into what we're going to be talking about. Because our moments don't necessarily have to be these. But I'll start with what MMUFC.com has on their website. And the first one would be the home opener. Minnesota versus Chicago. Oh, yeah. Second one, and that was 317, 2018. And then their second one was Pride Night against Dallas back in June, the end of June. And then the third one they had listed was the Quintero hat trick, which we've already mentioned a few times now, Minnesota versus Toronto. The fourth one, which I'm a little biased towards because I was there, was the 5-1 route of LAFC back in July. And then the final one, uh, which I was also present with Dave Sterling here was the 50k to midway to end the, end the home season against the Galaxy. All right, so based off of that, you already talked about it. So the five to one drubbing—that's your. That's mine because I'm biased. I was there. I wasn't expecting it, and okay. it was just a fun game to be at. Beautiful night, yeah. and they just poured it on and never and stopped. I hate that day because I wasn't. There. Well, in fact, you were using my ticket. I was using your <laughs> ticket. Thank you, David Sterling, again. I think. So best moment of the season. Those are certainly five good choices, um, and I think but you know my vote. Number one is your five to one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sterling. Uh, mine's the fifty k. Okay. You know, I just think it's it, it was it was a cool moment to usher out TCF. All right. Uh, you know, we talked about it last episode. Yeah, we did. You know, the post game with the the light testing of Allianz and the atmosphere, fireworks. the fireworks that we couldn't see from our seats. I saw him from the Surly uh, backyard. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Because that's where I was. We couldn't see anything. <laughs> we couldn't see a thing. Yeah, because yeah, they were right behind us. Yeah. So. Um, you know, at the same time, I could make an argument that that was maybe the worst because they, I thought the team laid an egg. And I think that'll come up in our worst moments of the season. Maybe. But mine has to be, I, I'm sorry, guys. I... The hat trick that Darwin had sure. on the Fourth of July. It's a pretty okay. good game. In the 
to kind of get us into the playoff mix. You know, we were kind of jumping forward there, and we were talking. We were excited. We were all, right. hey, we have a chance now. This is going to happen in our second year. You know, this this process is going to work. You know, screw the freaking Atlanta process where they buy a bunch of guys. Our process is going to work. Against, yeah, and against last year's MLS Cup winners. Exactly right. It's true. Hey, we're on the map. Great, great game. The hat trick was a great game. And the shots he made in that game, fantastic. Without a doubt. Let's just hit the ball from wherever I want to. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. All right, so worst. Worst? Well, I'm going to go back to what you guys are talking about. It's kind of a couple games. But the Loons losing four in a row to end the season. A loss to Colorado with the fight at the end. Right, right. That was bad. That we did our podcast dual set. I thought that was fantastic. And we had come straight. We had come straight from the game, and we didn't. We didn't even really know what happened. It was such a debacle. And of course, then the loss to LA. Yeah. On the 50k. I mean, that one's not as painful for me it, only because they were already out of the playoff picture. But. It's the last game at TCF Bank, and I realized, and I realized that we're not going to play there anymore. But they did put us up for two years. Sure. And you get all these people out there to watch a game, break a record, and break a record, and you lose the game. I don't yeah. think that's big of a deal. I, I don't. It's not my number. Then, one. then people yell at Heath. You really botched that one. I'm like, you know what? It's a game. You win, you lose. Yeah. I mean, if you were going to go there saying, okay, you're going to win this game. It's all scripted then. Oh, yeah. it's TCF. We're gonna let you win. They wouldn't let us win. But I'm no, saying, I'm saying I don't think we had. I don't think we had any kind of motivation. How about how about the game where we were at Omni? Was it two weeks ago to end the season? I know we were already out of the playoffs, but how, oh, about, yeah. how about the game where on the road we had a chance to maybe at least steal a point? Yeah. They came back and tied up the game while we were doing our podcast, only to no another <laughs> road loss. That was they the weather. the year with one win on the road. One. Blame Lightning. I blame Light. We blame Lightning for that. Okay. Okay, I mean, it was a bad it's, game. It's easy. I, I think, what, what game, was it the Colorado game that knocked us out of the playoffs officially, or was it the week before? It was really... I think it was the week before, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, was. it's still, it still, for me, might be the Colorado game, only because I was there, only because it was against one of the worst teams in the league. At yeah, and it got, it got chippy. And it got very chippy. It got chippy. I mean, I like seeing, I like the spirit, I like the aggressiveness. I mean, there's emotion there, and there should be. Yeah. You want to win, you're at home. They... We've touched on it. They've had good success at TCF Bank, but that was not one of those days, and it was just a brutal game to be at. You let a you let a team like Colorado come in, yes, and get all crazy on you. It's a game and do stupid shit. It's a game you should have won on paper, yeah. And they just didn't. They didn't look good. It's it was the broken record of the season, missed chances, defensive lapses, and it was just more of the same to you know towards the end of the season. I think it all ties into the how they finish the season. Game and we talked about this in the pod before. That, if I had to single out one moment, that'd be my moment. We talked on the pod before about how the last couple months now, the train has gone over the cliff. And it's like, choo choo choo, bye, see you later. You know, and all we talk about is crappy stuff because the team can't do shit. You know? So my mind, the last four games of the season where they were just like playing out the rest of the year. It's a, I mean, what else can you say about it? Well, it's, it's, a long, it's a long moment, but, you know, yeah, time flies, so well, we'll, I'll take it. Get relegated. 
That's true. We can't. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go all the way back to the beginning of the season. What? The worst moment. The season started. Was Atlanta. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Here. 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 When we had a man up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we still yeah. Yeah. lost one. Yeah. Year. Yeah. Was that that cold, cold brew? It was, yeah, it was chilly. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. cold. Look, you can't beat a team a man up. I'm sorry. It's, you know, we... Uh, we didn't have Darwin yet, though. I, I, don't, I don't give a shit. I mean, it... it <laughs> Darwin. Did Darwin take us to the playoffs? Atlanta looked... Atlanta looked average. We had a man advantage. Yeah. You know, it... it that set the tone for the season. And yet you still That's my worst. And yet you still want to do this podcast. Well, it's easier now that the season. <laughs> I had already committed at that point. <laughs> and now that the season's over, though, it's easier because we don't have to sit here and talk about these awful games over yeah. and over again. We get to talk about whatever we want now. So get to talk right. about what's coming up in the yeah. next year. That's right. Spend some time talking about right. beers. Right. So, so let's do the best goal and best go to goal. a break. Let's go. Best goal. Well, here's my deal. I didn't pick a best goal. I'm going to pick any of Darwin's chip shots. Oh, sure. Goal. I agree yeah. with you. And then, I agree with yes. you. And I know, Sterling, you might have a different uh, best goal, but that I agree with Tony. Just take your pick of those the chi- three uh, chips. They were all great. The yeah. chip shots were like, I mean, come on. All three of them were just perfectly placed. Yeah. Perfectly uh, on the head. Maybe yeah. the last one, just because it's so surprising, yeah. that he could do it three times yeah. and to finish off his hat trick. And the fact that the after the first one, me once. the goaltender doesn't even step back. Fool me once, shame on you. No, fool me once, once shame, shame on me. me. Fool, fool me twice, shame, shame on you. <laughs> fool me three times, I'm not good at my job. No, oh, that's right. exactly yes. right. Yes. Day of the beer time. No, 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 no. Yes. We, whoa, 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 we're way off. We, it, Tony, you were right. It was fool me once, shame on, on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. We're off the rails. Because yeah, yeah. you can't do it. You can't. Yeah. You know, yeah. Don't fool right. me more than twice. What I'm saying is three times. Yeah. Come on. Come on. All right. The third so, of his goals, that, that would be it. You're going to, Sterling's going to have some shot where a guy passed to this guy and then oh, this I, guy I think I know what here, it's going to be. I think I was there for this one. Things were happening. Right? All right. So I literally, as I said before the podcast, I literally yeah. watched every single goal. And this is surprising <laughs> because you have a new, he has a newborn at home. Yeah, he's a newborn. newborn. Sleep a lot. Yes. I know, but seriously. And they want yeah, mom. Like I can't do jack shit for well, a newborn. Yeah. We cer- certainly here at the pod, we appreciate the homework that you did prior to this one especially. So, so my goal, it, I mean, it didn't it didn't require any watching of all goals, but yeah. it was Christopher Ramirez against San Jose back in May. It was it was a it was a loose ball that was supposed to be back pass. Christian came in, grabbed a hold of it, spun around, and kind of chipped the goalie. It was the most beautiful shot, especially from Dave's in my seats. We watched it. I mean, we were literally, like, right on the trajectory of the shot, so we got to see it sail, like, 10 feet over the goal. Nice. It was stunning. And somehow and it just, just dipped. It was yeah. stunning. You didn't think it was going to go anywhere near the back of yeah. the net from, where yeah. we were, from our angle. And it was just I mean... I'm pretty sure it was a bad pass by the goalie out. It was, and then, yeah. And it was a bad pass by the goalie he got out. got it, just turned and, and put it far left yep. corner on the... Ibarra on the, had yeah. challenged the defender yeah. who got the ball, and it's... Yeah, it was a mess. 
It, it was just the perfect end to a really bad play. Yeah. And it, yeah. This is a chip shot, though, right? It was still kind of a chip shot. See, we all love the chip shots. This is this is my way of saying, even though I badmouthed Christian a number of times, <laughs> he still wins my goal of the year. Right. Maybe, maybe during yeah. the break, I'm gonna go watch a video of that because I can't. I was watching it live from our seats, like we mentioned. I just can't see the, how you describe that as a chip shot. The the problem is the replay doesn't do it justice. We got to see it from that perspective. It doesn't look just, but yeah. it still looks good. Best right. goal that I saw in person that wins for sure. So, do we want to do overall grade? Let's do a quick. Let's do a quick grade. Okay. No, let's not talk about it. Okay. Let's just do quick grades, guys. A for effort. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, you have to give them. I, I mean, Steve. I mean, I know we're not. Ta- I'm not. I am not going to talk about the ownership or, or even the coaching staff. I'm going to talk about it strictly from the team perspective. And I'm just going to give them a failing grade. I'm going to give them a D plus because D+. they failed. They didn't make the playoffs. Right. That has to be your goal. I don't care if it's year right. one or year twenty. I said that before. Your goal needs to be to make the playoffs. Right. They didn't do it, so you fail. D, D plus. plus. Yeah. Sterling. C minus. All right. So I'm in my MBA right now. Anything below a C minus is failing. Okay. I give them a C minus because they showed a glimpse. Of being slightly better. We got it. All right. I don't want to say they failed. All right. But Manny Legos is a jackass. We'll and bring he that doesn't up know how to build round. a team. Yeah, yeah. And Adrian Heath may or may not be a decent manager, but he managed to somehow, God only knows, All right. not make us the worst team in the league. Okay. So, C minus. And mine is a C minus as well. Because wow. we didn't make the playoffs. I didn't think I was going to be the but harshest grade. Well, I'm a, we'll, we'll give John and David a chance to chime yeah, in. Yeah, you're, so, you're not going to be the harshest. <laughs> so, John, John. Drewski, go ahead. I've always said at least a low C. Low C? My problem is, though, you know, Sterling knows this. I do not fault Adrian at all. Yeah. I like the guy. He had those injuries. wasn't given much after. Switch, I, I've he always, switched formations. I mean, and then you hear these people, Adrian this, Adrian that. I'm like... You know what? You can say this about everybody. My heart goes out to Paul Molitor. God shit gets fired. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, if you want to talk about the best coaches in the world, the most overrated coaches ever get big teams. Look at Phil Jackson. My five, seven-year-old could have coached that team. Hey, go play basketball with those teams. That's all you got to do. He's the only coach that's always sat down. Joe Torre, in my opinion, overrated. You get the talent, you're going to win. What do you do? The worst, the worst coach in professional sports... Jose Mourinho, because he has he succeeded with really good teams, and he has sucked with really good teams. I, I, he has, yeah. but I just say, given the talent, yeah. All right, all right, with, Dave. I'm going Dave with a hard D. Hard D. Hard D. All right. So like a, a undergrad D or a <laughs> uh, a D's don't get degrees. Okay. Okay. Yes. D's yeah. don't Pass. get degrees. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm. I like how they did a lot of the offensive moves in the middle of the season, but they, like we talked about it earlier, they didn't go anywhere where we actually needed it yeah. on the defensive side. Yeah. Um, when you sign three or four players in the middle of the year and the most defensive one is an attacking center midfielder, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Um, there are, of course, glimpses of good stuff, but 
like you said, not going, not getting the playoffs, it's not passing. Yep. Um, and I think that they have a lot that they have to fix this offseason. They do. Um, you wanted to be further along in their three-year plan than course. they are. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Especially so, going into a brand new stadium where you know the beer is going to be 14 bucks a pop. Oh. You, you need to make sure that you're putting a decent thing on the Don't game. remind me, Dave. Don't I'm just going to get drunk before the games. Uh, so <laughs> right. uh, I mean, there are plenty of breweries along that corridor. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Can you roll up the alloy? Is there an alloy truck with a keg in the back? That is very illegal. So no, there is not one. Sorry. What if I buy? What if I buy a keg, put it in the back of my Jeep, and drive it up to the? Is that illegal? If I give it out for free without carding them. <laughs> Wait, with carding. Sorry, with carding. With carding. With carding. With carding. I mean, that's completely on you, so I don't care. around it. Ready up. No, I'm, I'm very excited for next year because I hope that they do more things this offseason. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I I love I love the game. I love that we have the team. I just hope that they continue to push to be yeah. better. Because right. sometimes you see teams that just kind of go complacent and yeah. change a lot of things. So, with that said, we're going to end this half of the podcast on the awards. Next up, we've got the Manny Letter. Yes. Uh, you got some other things to talk about? Manny Letter? Uh, the FC Cincinnati FC expansion, expansion draft. Slash roster stuff. A little stuff. bit of that. Uh, uh, we should mention Lamson. a couple other things, yeah. We got some Lamson stuff to talk about. He won an award. Uh, so we're going to take a little break, guys. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Dave the Beer Tender again for hanging out. Yeah, thank you, guys. And yeah. uh, we'll be back in a little bit. That's good. Still, it's crazy. Uh, you can find us on the BGN Network, beautiful game network. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Sprecher, uh, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere you want. 
really. Yeah. Except you MySpace. Up, MySpace, we're out there. You look up Lunas. You look up Lunacy. Well, you should. Uh, Dave the beer tender is. He has to go back to his business of doing some beer tending. He's actually working then. He's working. As are we though. He'll be back. I think he'll be back. I asked him to come back. Because um, he's he's fun. It is starting to get busy in here though now today. A little bit. Because we started right at the opening hour here, so. We got some kids. Yeah. Um, I will say this uh, before we get into anything else. Nick, uh, it's his name is Nick. I, his last name I can't say his name. It's name, but he is doing a um, comic book. Is it? I think it's like a graphic novel. Graphic novel. Graphic novel. And he's selling it here. He's got some uh, people from uh, Lunacy who are in the graphic novel, and uh, he's doing it here. And he also has a he has a podcast. From Alloy, Alloy that are in the. No, I'm sorry. Yes, we're not in the graphic we're, novel. Sorry to we're disappoint. Not. But. From, yeah. From yes, let's make that. Maybe we could be in Alloy. a future one though. Dave and I looked at each other. We could be in a future one. Sorry, I was handed this uh, note. I got off kilter, but so he has a podcast called Saint Paul Filmcast, and I've actually listened to a couple episodes because I saw they were going to be here. Classic and modern films. I do a little podcast about things and uh so yeah quick plug what's the name is it saint paul filmcast saint paul filmcast yes that's what it is uh nicholas from there is doing his graphic novel so we're gonna go buy his book after this i think i've never bought a graphic novel before so i I might very well do that i have it's what is a graphic novel it's like a comic book with words i think comic book no it's a comic book that's like like a book Okay. It's not a comic book, it's a book. Of so do I have to read or is it just look at pictures? No, you can look at pictures, Dave, okay. if you want to. Okay. You don't have to read anything. So I think what you're saying is I could I could I could just look at the pictures and get the gist of the, the story. Yes. Stretching looks like the video Take, Take on me? Is that oh yeah. That's yeah. Sure, yeah. It looks really awesome because of that. Maybe he's the guy yeah. from Take On Me the video. From Sweden? From yeah, Sweden. that would be weird. Swedish. <laughs> Uh, but he, he seems like a very nice guy. He's a very he, nice uh, guy. He gave us a shout out already on Twitter. Give a shout. Uh, we'll give him a shout right now on our podcast. And uh, hey, all podcasts together, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're all we're all in the same. We boat. support local beers, and we should support local podcasts we as do. well. And this is the first one of the first podcasts I've ever met. Yes, that's true. I've met, well, I met one at the Vikings game. It was a, it's got the Walleye something podcast. I met them. Uh, and this is like one of the first I ever met that I've had a long talk with. So. Yeah. Mm. So, let's get back to our loose discussion. Manny Lagos had a little interview with uh, Jeff Ruder. Jeff Ruder from of the Athletic. Athletic. And this was right after the season ended, correct? So we're going to talk about that. And my first... I read through the whole thing. My first feelings about it was it was your basic interview. He didn't say much that was crazy. No. You know, he talked about a lot of stuff, and it was was the same company line type of stuff. Yeah. It wasn't nuts. But, uh, Sterling, you have some feelings on this. Yeah, you know, I'll just run through some of the topics that I saw. You know, he he addressed the the building hunger on the road, that yeah. that whole thing that obviously we all know we've discussed it at length. Yeah. Of how our our road record sucks. 
It's terrible. So, you know, he just kind of said that, you know, they they need to find that mentality of wanting to be a good defensive team, uh, that they need to be be kind of envisioning that concept as they recruit um, players, you know, hopefully will buy into that vision, the mentality of our club. Ultimately, that's going to help, you know, do all that. And it, he kind of, he really addressed the central midfield uh, hasn't provided the style of leadership they need. Sure. So then, that of course led Jeff to talk about Sam Cronin, and it, he asked Manny, you know, when did you realize that Sam Cronin was not going to be available? Injured for the year. Yeah. And it, I, I put in my notes an exclamation point after this because Manny said. Mid February, and so for me, I'm like, okay, mid February. The season hasn't started. the The window is still open. They did absolutely nothing, nothing. to to address this. Yeah, and I think Jeff kind of, kind of, you know, went the same direction I did. Trying to get his him next question. Yeah, and with his next question of, well, okay, great. So, did any interleague trades exist, or and and you know, Manny was pretty. What I would say is probably open about the the idea that he didn't feel like Major League Soccer provided a defensive midfielder that was available. Yeah, that was the quality they were looking for. Can we? I think that yeah, that's what I was bringing up earlier. Was just we, he. Go so, ahead. So so I'm just saying that that's what I we touched on earlier. So he couldn't find a quality defensive midfielder, yeah. and that's his. And that's basically. I don't. I guess maybe I shouldn't say excuse, but that's his reason for not bringing anybody in. Can we break away from the Manny interview a little bit and just talk about Manny Lagos as a, as the GM of this team? Minnesota soccer legend, sure. okay. Manny Lagos. And we talked about this in the last podcast, and I'm going to say it again. We have a thing in Minnesota about <laughs> dropping beers. Sorry. We have a thing in Minnesota about. Uh, our Minnesota's own, right? Right. So Manny Lagos has been with a Minnesota soccer team for how long? A while. A long time, right? A long while. So let's play. Let's play the game of Joe Maurer, same way. Yeah. You know, you look at the Wilds. You look at the guy Suter and uh, what's his nuts, uh, the forward. Can't uh, yeah, not a, yeah. I'm not a Wild guy. Whatever his name. Um, but we're always about Minnesota. Minnesota's. We yeah. get our guys back here. And he's one of ours. Yeah, he's like one of ours. Joe Maurer just retired. Yeah, exactly. Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Linfield. Jack Morrison. Um, so Manny Lagos is one of ours. Right. So do you guys believe that we have a different view of him because he's one of ours? Do you think that fans have a different view of him because he's one of ours? Honestly, yes. I don't think so. I mean, I think ownership does. Well, I'm sorry if we have different opinions on this, but we do, apparently. Let's go back. Dave, Stevens, what did you say? I think ownership has a different opinion of him. I do, but from, listen, I'm not a huge Twitter guy, but I do jump on from time to time, and from what I've seen, there's not a, it's not like we're talking, it's, it's, when you look at the Twitter sphere, or whatever you want to call it, it's fairly one-sided. There's not a lot, it's not an argument back and forth it, it's fairly one-sided there's not a lot of Manny support in in I would say uh, fans of the team it doesn't appear that way on Twitter at the very least I would but agree with that. 
I think that from an ownership standpoint, I think yes. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think he's he bought this, you know, he, he bought into this team, he owns a team, and I think he's putting him hey, he's one of our he's one of ours. He's a Minnesota soccer legend, which I just touched on. But I and think yeah, is, I think there there is that is part of it. And this has become the issue. It's because I think a lot of people in this in the fan kingdom, the fandom have decided that Manny Lagos is one of ours. Right. And he knows what's best for Minnesota soccer. Okay? So regardless of what he does, he is not to blame for the problems. Heath is not a Minnesota guy. And so he's to blame for all the issues. I would agree. Okay? So, I mean, with your, you would sorry. agree. You would agree with, with the argument, not with the argument. necessarily yeah. with yeah. that idea. And I think, and I, <clears throat> trust me when I say this, I think the whole Christian Mears thing, him getting traded, was a big blow to fans of the old NSL days or whatever. Many Lagos is the next step to breaking that whole Minnesota vibe. Out of the United. Well, and maybe maybe it was Manny, and we don't we won't maybe ever know, but maybe it was Manny Lagos that actually started that. Maybe it was his decision to to jettison to jettison uh, Christian Ramirez. But I I would agree with that. But I look at but see the problem is Dave. I look at other sports teams in this in this area, right? Look at the Wild, the Twins, the Wolves, the Vikings. Okay, you have to break outside of the Minnesota nice thing to get better. I'm not saying that can't work because it has worked before. But when you have a guy who's been around for a long time, Manny Lagos is probably Ken Herbert. I look at Manny Lagos, I look at Manny Lagos the same way I look at Terry, remember Terry Ryan for the Twins. Of course. Okay? Been around forever with the Twins. And we had a tough time breaking ourselves away from Terry Ryan because he'd been one of us. Yeah. He wasn't from Minnesota, but he had been around forever. Man, August is the same way. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he is. And I don't think you're going to, whether the fans want it or not, I don't think you're going to see a change at that level for some time. I think it's going to take a little bit more. I think it might take some failure in year three or four or five for that to happen. If, if year three totally sucks, and three of us, four of us, don't want that to happen. Okay? No. We all want it to be a great, we want it to be a good year. Yep. Almost a great year. We want the Bobs and the Angelos and the Ibarra Juniors to show what they can do on this stage. Right. But if it's not a good year, does Manny get the heave ho? I mean, I, I think he needs to get the heave ho in July if it's not a good year. So you're saying if halfway through the season. Right. But I mean, I even suck. say that about Heath, too. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty pro heat. Uh, I think it'll be heat for. It will be without a doubt. It will be heat. Of I, course and it I, will be. I think so. I, I agree with that. And I don't I don't necessarily think it should be heat no. first, but that's the way it no. works in in all pro sports. In all yeah. pro sports, that's the way it works. We get rid of the and, coach first. And, and it's interesting getting back to that interview. Manny Lagos actually gives a little credit to Heath for you know having the flexibility that he had. You know, oh, yeah. I don't. It's a cliche. Overcoming adversary ad, adversity. He had to deal with those early injuries. Um, he had changed formations mid, you know, from his preferred formation. So he he actually credited um, um, Heath with with having that flexibility that you need. 
But speaking yeah. of this interview, let's get back to it. I mean, let's get back to the interview. My goal, my, oh my, God. my thought is, this interview was very cut and dry. Here's what it is. That's that. He didn't give us anything that we wanted to hear. Yeah, you know, and I wouldn't say that Jeff was terribly uh, into throwing hardball questions. But Jeff um, should, well, and my thing with that is, too, we should talk about this. Jeff is at the Athletic. Athletic is a new form mm-hmm. of media. He's not going to try to piss off me obviously. I would imagine you're right, yeah. If it was me and you, me or you or, or Stevens well, going in there, per- that's a perfect question. You know, if let's say Manny Lagos was sitting at this table with us, what would you ask him? Oh, do you have an obvious oh, I question? Have questions for Manny. Yeah. I would. My very first question would be, why are you such a jackass? Yeah, and then I think yeah. the interview would take kind of a kind of downhill from there. But I think at that point, at that point, at that point. He'd get a growler from Alloy, and he'd leave. Could you phrase it differently? No, because no. that's that's the thing. We we need to have someone ask him, yeah. why, when you're asked these questions, do you deflect? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a point where he deflects to blame Adrian a little bit um, in terms of formation, uh, player selection. There's a point where, you know, when... When Jeff asked him if we were going to sign a high-end defensive midfielder, he kind of just says, well, you know, I think this is important, but he never says yes well, or no. And I kind of like that and because he basically made it sound like, that. well, it's too difficult to do that. It's too difficult to find a quality player and, that's in his, that right. position. That's his job. That's his job, though. Yeah. His job. And, and so somebody needs to sit down and say, Manny Legos, why are you such a jackass? Yeah. Why... Why do you deflect? I get it. You want to uh, push it out. Yeah. And, hey, he, and he, you want to project this concept that you know what the hell you're doing. You don't know what the hell you're doing. So let's talk about that. But and I think, if, the, if the interview goes downhill, yeah. fantastic. If he tries to throw a punch, fantastic. But I think if we have to buy him a whiskey or beer yeah. or wherever the I think the hell we should try and line him up for a future podcast here in the offseason on the Lunacy Podcast. Yeah, I, don't think let's, let's go. I don't think he's around. I mean, that would put us on the map. Yeah. It, would. it would. I mean, but I think... Yeah. But I think what you're Probably saying... Probably not. What you're saying is mainstream media, right? They're going to ask him a certain amount of questions. Yeah. The fans aren't going to ask him. And speaking of that, he even said... Um, on the passing grade question, which I think now I removed that, yeah, I removed that part from my notes. He made a comment that I tend to tune out the the media. That's bullshit, dude. You're the damn whatever the hell his title actually is. It's yeah. your job. It's, if if the media doesn't job. agree with you, no, you need to be paying attention to that and understanding what they're saying yeah. and being willing to respond to those exactly. comments. And I, I can don't quote, tune it up. I, I'm looking at the article right, right here, and it's very contradictory. In fact, the, when he asked that question about how um, you know Chris Wright gave out uh, Heath and Manny Lagos passing grades, you know how do you feel about that? Is basically what uh, paraphrasing Jeff Reuter, but. Again, and then he goes to answer, and I quote, Again, the media stuff is something where I either filter it or I don't hear it. 
okay, like you mentioned. But then he goes on in the very next sentence to say, and I quote, I take it very seriously how our fans feel and what they think. Well, why in the first sentence did you say you filter it out or don't hear it? What's going on there? Guess what, Manny Lagos? This podcast, we are the fucking fans. Exactly. We are the fucking fans. Right, and, and we're... In a way, we're paying a salary because we're, fa- we're 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 a fan podcast. We go to the games, we buy tickets, we buy jerseys and shirts. But it is interesting, you know. And he basically goes on to say, well, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's it's not about what the fans think; it's about building a successful club. And That's it's bullshit. not. And I mean, if a, if the club is successful, the fans are going to be happy. Correct? Exactly right. But, right. So, so we maybe. are the guys. And it, the reality is, today. In today's world, maybe maybe in the 90s it wasn't this, but in today's world, fans are so well-informed. They have so many stats. They have, so, they have such an incredible ability to Social understand media. what's going on. Social that, media. Yeah, the fans know what's best for the organization. We and are. you can't ignore it. We are the fans here, okay? Regardless of how many people listen to our podcast, Something tells me we're, you know, I was thinking of applying for Prescott credentials. I don't yeah. think we're going to get it. But, but here's the thing. I know. We wouldn't get it. Not yet. Yeah. But still, we got a three-year plan, right? Still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, though, we talk for a lot of people. Sure. Dark Cloud's not included. Because Dark Cloud's people well, some are... Some of them. Some of them are, them are coming around. Yeah. I'm saying is, we're a fan podcast. What we talk about is things that other people are talking about yeah. around soccer in Minnesota. Right. Okay? So you better fucking listen to us. Okay? Right. I mean, it's not like it's not like the opinions we give are our very own opinions. They're they're generally shared. I mean if you if you get out on Twitterverse, they're generally shared by exactly a lot of people. Right. In fact, if anything, we're a little tame. Compared to what yeah. most people on Twitter, especially, I agree. we're not as pissed off. Yeah, but I can get pissed off about Manny Lagos because the guy—he's been here for a long time. He should know. Yet he had a grace period. He had a grace period up in Blaine. Okay, nobody questioned what was going on when him and his dad were doing things up in Blaine, right? And hanging out and having a good time. This is the big leagues now. Right. Okay. The C, NASL. Right. Okay. I this mean is MLS. And we need to point out that maybe that NASL doesn't even exist anymore. No. I mean that's what we're talking about here. NASL shit the bed. Yeah. And disappeared. We are in Major League Soccer. Whether yeah. people like Major League Soccer, whether they compare it to some other European league or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The reality is the big leagues, as this you pointed out. This is Major League Soccer. This is what. There's where the money is made. Yep. This is where the fans come in, and I get you. Right. You're going to have a sellout at your games every year next. Every game next year. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. Okay. But let's go above that. Let's try to make something happen. And I've seen one move from you that's been great. Yep. The Dara move. I've seen two moves, three moves. That I don't know about yet. Abara Jr., Angelo, and Bob. Okay? And I've seen one move, the Ramirez move, where everybody flipping hates you for it. Gomez. 
Well, let's Gomez. not talk about Gomez. Gomez. We already have, so it's too late. <sighs> I see one move that people are going to roast you forever for. It's Gomez. Because he's a terrible person. Not, he's not a terrible person. He's a terrible player. Terrible Might player. Might be fantastic. Yeah. I'm sure he's a great person. But he's a terrible player. So, just to end my whole rant, Manny Lagos has got to get out of the whole I'm here to stay type of general manager-ish, you know, thing. Right. And he's got to be the guy. I know he doesn't save money. I, I realize he doesn't save money as Atlanta. Right. Or Seattle. Or wherever. But let's get out of the whole I'm Manny Lagos, I can do what I want because I'm a Minnesota guy yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't think he has a choice now. I mean, now... Coming into 2019, beginning with Allianz Field opening, I mean, that's year three of the three-year plan, which we always talk about. So, yeah, it, it's coming. The, the pressure's coming, and it's next year. And yeah. let's, a little bit, guys, let's talk about Atlanta for a little bit, because I want to bring this up. Atlanta did the exact opposite of what Minnesota did, right? Right. So Atlanta went out to spend money. Guess what? In year three, oh, shit, they're going to be done. Potentially. Because they're losing their manager. manager. They're losing one of their top players. It could be mo- losing more than that. Yeah. So guess what? Yeah. All well, I've been talking about here could com- be done. Here comes the Minnesota United. Watch out. Potentially, yeah. So with the investment conversation, uh, Manny had said that um, in terms of Talking about the academy system and yeah. overall just like growing the club and the USL, not having a USL affiliate. We will, we will. He said that, um, you know, ultimately it's a big ask from the ownership uh, to do everything all at once. I call bullshit. Now, yeah. I think that to say do all this stuff. And then invest in players? Yeah. Okay, I get that. But did we need to spend $30 million on a fucking training facility? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. And, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, how about you spend $20 million and you put that other $10 million towards your academy system or towards the USL affiliate? There's, there's things here where it's like... You're trying to build the best. You're trying to be like, oh, well, we're not going to spend a bunch of money on our players, but we're going to build the best stadium, we're going to build the best facility, blah, blah, blah. And they're not, yeah, because the United are not necessarily, maybe they are, but they're not necessarily in the business of recruiting. This isn't uh, college football here. This isn't where you're talking about unpaid athletes. You don't need to recruit a player here because all you need to do is pay that player. That's right. And he'll be happy enough to play here. You, you, don't, do. you don't bring a guy in and say, well, here's a $30 million practice facility. Yeah. Do they like that? Of course they do. So sure. it is part of it, but it's not the most important thing. No, absolutely. Building why a did, winning culture is. Why did Darwin come here? I'm assuming for his paycheck. For paycheck. He didn't care about that. Wow. And he's practice. getting a nice well, paycheck. I mean, there's a chance that maybe he came here because he realized he'd be the focal point. Well, potentially he could be a star here, and he's going to be if, yeah. he, if he continues on the same trajectory. He will uh, be a star in this city. Yeah, I mean, aside from some Vikings players, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's way better than most of them. Is he better than Adam Thielen? Mm. 
Certainly, certainly in the soccer market, he's becoming a star. I'm biased. So. I would but say he is better now in Thielen. But. Do you ever see an old star from Europe or anywhere else coming to this state to play those No. I don't see us like well, God coming here. Why would they, though, John? But I guess that there's more to do in Chicago than there is in Minneapolis. Well, why would they? People settled the Midwest because it was like Germany. So yeah. Germans should come here. That's why they. That's why they're here. But let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the. Well, let's yeah, go to they the, didn't realize. Let's go that. to the. Let's go to the. Let's go to the real reason why they don't come here. It's because the markets that they go to are, are the better, big ones. Are the big ones. Yeah. And advertising and things. I mean, uh, Schweini is never going to come to Minneapolis. No, of course. And Pirlo is never going to come to Minneapolis either. But maybe somebody like. Bruce or yeah, you're gonna get second tier guys. That's the way it works. John, come on. I mean, look at the twins, man. He's injury prone. Look at the twins, John. Hummels, Klinsman. I just don't see it happen. Klinsman's son. He's coming back as a goalkeeper. Sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, maybe now. <laughs> now. How do you say his name? Neuer? 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 See, I'm not Neuer. German. Neuer. I'm not German. Neuer. No? May, maybe Buffon maybe wants to play one more year. No, he's done. Buffon. We know what you think of him. Buffon's done. from your seat. Shut up, man. <laughs> the best goalie in Italian soccer history. Bite your tongue, sir. That's not saying I mean, uh, I, I agree. You know, no, Minneapolis isn't a good market to try to attract. Why would you? There's no reason. Yeah, I think I think what it comes I think when you're talking about markets and sports, I think really for some reason I, I don't necessarily have an answer, but I think NBA is the only sport that really you know is okay. You need to attract players, and I you know because you you talk about a larger roster such as baseball or football. Okay. You know the bottom line is salary. That's what it comes to. Well, I'll tell you this, Dave. I think NBA is good point. NBA is a big thing about like getting the NHL and the NHL is like no yeah. but NBA is a good point dude, because their marketing is so crazy I mean, obviously but MLS too because their marketing is so nuts you know yeah so we do have to move on this topic boys because we're running out of time here Dave Jones decided that uh, we only have 10 minutes left. I have not decided anything. Who decided it? Spreaker decided it. Spreaker? What? I mean, unless we want to upgrade to the professional, which How is... How much is that? A lot more than what we're paying now. Do we have to pay money in? You're wasting your life. Yes. Well, now, slow down. <laughs> slow down, guys. We could we could do a four-hour podcast and just split it into two parts. Well, that's a, that's a good point. But we could. I don't know that we need to do that. We'll be here. Well, not we won't be right. here, but we'll be. I don't know that our fans would want. Yeah, I don't know that. Quote unquote fans. <laughs> it's would want four hours. It's hard to listen to two hour podcast, let alone a four hour podcast. Uh, so, so, so let's get into. Let, let's talk Matt Lampson. Let's talk Lampson. Yeah, he won an award. The Humanitarian of the Year award. Yeah. Pretty cool. You yeah. know, I don't. I don't know how many people really pay attention to what he does. He does. I mean, he is a cancer survivor of his of his own. And so he does a lot of work with um, youth cancer. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's constantly posting stuff on Twitter and other social media, uh, 
visiting, you know, Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one, you know, one thing like, you know, he started the Lampstrong Foundation in 2013, and, and that's to raise awareness for Hodgkin's lymphoma, like you mentioned, he overcame himself at 17. The right. other thing that I really think is cool is the fact that he launched the HERO program while he was in Columbus. He, he's a native of Ohio, and he, he signed his first contract with the Columbus crew, but what I think was really cool is, I mean, he's continued that program here, yep. and so basically every game, every professional game that he's played, he usually brings along, you know, a child and their family as a special guest to that game, every single game. That he's done since you know 2012, so I thought that was really cool. Very deserving. Yeah. And uh, one other note: this is not the first time he's won the award. He actually won it back in 2016. So. Oh. Yes. I didn't know that. Didn't know that either. While he was with, uh, yep, John, you're right. Yeah, Chicago Fire, he won it for this for the same for the same reasons. Great reasons. So I think I talked for everybody here that knows the podcast and saying congratulations to Lampson. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Absolutely. Certainly one of the highest off-the-field uh, awards yeah. you could win, I would assume. And an award for being a nice guy. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, let's quickly go into FC Cincinnati's yeah. expansion team. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you have the... Specific nail. Yeah, man. so real quick, and I mean, this will, in our last few minutes, we'll uh, kind of treat this as who do we want to protect from this expansion draft. Um, yeah. But basically, the bottom line is next month, a month from today, actually, um, Cincinnati, they're going to be able to draft five players from MLS teams. And normally, uh, every since 2014, usually this has included two teams, and they'll alternate yep. 10 picks back and forth. Well, in this case, they're going to get five picks. And they'll certainly have a time limit, but they'll go five picks. Um, and I guess just a couple interesting things to note is because LA, LAFC did this back in 2018 where they selected five players, um, those players that they selected from Columbus, San Jose, Seattle, Sporting Kansas City, and Toronto, those teams are exempt. So they're, they're not going to lose a player. So there's teams that are out of this whole thing. Yes, and, and because of that, so there's actually less teams that uh, yep. Cincinnati can choose from. Because right. of that, they're going to receive additional uh, general allocation money. So, But I'm going to go to this right now before we get to this. Um, there is – so United went to the same – United went to the same deal, right? Because United were a bottom team. Um, United were a bottom team. And they actually got into the draft. So they already had guys that were kind of coming up. So we have to remember that FC Cincinnati has guys who are already there. Right. And they have a few that have. And they have a few. So yeah. we don't really have to worry about it being a. I mean, from an expansion draft standpoint, they're not making a whole new team. No. Right. They're making. They're kind of adding on. And I guess, yeah. in a way, it kind of makes it harder for MLS expansion franchises because if you're to, like real quick hockey they get to uh, like yeah. when the um, Las Vegas uh, um, night, is it Gold, night, Knights, Gold Knights yeah. when they went and they selected one player from each team yeah that's right where so here FC Cincinnati they get to choose five yeah. players not even from every team but from a United right. perspective Minnesota United perspective worst case scenario would be is we'd lose one player because they can only choose one player from each I of the teams think, available I don't think we're going to lose one I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll have anybody that's no. terribly threatened. Now, however, that depends on who we protect. Well, yes, but I mean, let's go back to what I said, though. Cincinnati already has a right. team. I mean, the, the reality is, though, you know, against L.A., we didn't protect, for instance, Miguel Ibar. Which was surprising. Which, yeah. I mean, I think it surprised everyone. Now, add to your point, they, they kind of have a roster that they can yeah. select from. Yeah. So, you know, I would suspect, based on Manny's comments from his interview, um, that Miguel will be a protected individual. He mentioned how Miguel needs to build upon this year. He should be. Now, everyone on Minnesota's roster is um, actually done as of this year. There are no guaranteed from a contracts. Contract standpoint? Yeah, from a contractual standpoint. Now, however, Kalman apparently has re signed um, for multi year. I would suspect Miguel has an option. Well, he does have an option for 2019. I'm going to suspect, based on Manny's comments, he's going to get that exercise. Um, but, you know, there's obviously Kelvo, you don't suspect he's going to get drawn into this. Yeah, but, you know, I could see Kelvo being one. Yeah. Who, if he wasn't protected, that'd be huge. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ibarra, if he doesn't get protected, yeah. I could see him going. Now, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, just, I don't think so either. And I just, I'll bring it up to put it in perspective. I mean, each current MLS team that's eligible for the expansion draft, like the Loons, they're able to protect up to 11 players. Right. And that doesn't even include Generation Adidas or homegrown players who are auto exempt to begin so with. So, Bottom line is, I guess is what I'm saying is, how many? There's not a lot of players we need to protect, ob- no. other than the obvious eleven right. that we're given. But it's kind of like it's, like I said before, it's like the draft that the United had, right. where they had a team, a lower team that came up, so they have a lot of players already. Right. So they're not really thinking about getting a starter anywhere. They're thinking about backup guys and things like that. So. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think. Unless we left someone crazy unprotected, I don't think see us. Yeah. I mean, because, for instance, in terms of the rules, Denmati, Toy, and Harrison Heath are all protected. Yep. Can we leave Gomez out? Gomez, uh, unfortunately, being alone, oh. he, he's out of the question. Oh. However, that would be a really great oh. trick to play. Because, uh, I think they've already seen it, though. I, yeah. I don't know if anybody knows about it. Yeah, I mean, so bottom line, there's a very high likelihood that no player from Minnesota will yeah. get chosen. Yeah. Because they're able to protect 11 players. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, we got to wrap it up, guys, because we're at uh, the two-hour mark. Um, so, we've been an ally brewing, guys. You guys have a good time. Oh, We're definitely. Good. Yeah. It was great to have Dave hang Dave out with us. Dave the beer hang out with yeah. us for half a podcast. It was great. And anybody that was paying attention, I accidentally recorded Facebook Live for the whole first half of the podcast. That's why Johnny's fiance was like, "Hey, who's that guy in the German?" Yeah, and I don't, I don't think uh, if I was going to say one last thing, I don't think it's too important just to reiterate the fact that we're recording this on Veterans Day. So I personally want to thank all the service men and women who are currently serving, and of course all the veterans. I know we all have family members that are veterans, so yeah. Uh, so, again, Lucy Podcast on BGN from L.A. Brewing. 
I want to say thank you to Alan Rubin again. For myself, Tony Perbonanzi, Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling, guests, John Andruski. We'll see you guys in two weeks. That's it. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. For businesses around the world, today isn't a restart. It's a rethink. That's why they're partnering with IBM. Retailers are keeping their systems up as millions of orders move online. Call centers are using IBM Watson to manage an influx of customer questions with AI. And solutions built on the IBM cloud are helping doctors care for patients remotely. Today, we're rethinking how business moves forward. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com smart to learn more.